around Dodge City and in the territory out west, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers. And that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful. Have gun, will travel. Starring Mr. John Daner as Paladin. San Francisco, the Carlton Hotel, headquarters of the man called Paladin. And now here is your guide to these adventures of the mind. There is someone waiting who will hurry up and rescue you this morning. OTR Rock. And now, here is OTR Hey, Cotton. Yeah. Tell that Indian to come over here. I want to talk to him. Yeah, he probably just wants a steer out of the herd. Well, I'm tired of giving good beef away. You, boss, my name's Tobiel. Tobiel, huh? What do you want, Tobiel? I guide cattle on trail to Dodge. We don't need any guide, Chief. I know the trail. I have letter from men in Dodge. You read. Letter tell you how good guide Tobiel is. Let's see your letter. Old time guide. (laughs) Why, you old liar. Tobiel never lie. No? Listen to this, Lyson. To whom it may concern. The name of this noble red man is Tobiel. He's a liar, a beggar, and a thief. What he wouldn't steal, a hound pup couldn't pull out of a tan yard. Give him some cold grub or a three-cent drink, if you have any about you, and then run him out of camp. (laughs) Signed, R. Durbin, J.C. Weiser. (laughs) Yeah, they sure wrote him a good letter. No, no, no. Letter can't say that. They, my friends, they write letter, help me get job. What'd you try to steal off of them? Tobiel never steal. No? Well, I'll take the word of a white man any day. Larson, you heard what the letter says. Have the boys run them off. Wait, letter lie. They fool me. Tobiel... Man with much honor among white men in army. This ain't the army. Run him off, I said. Come on, chief. I leave. I leave. Alone. You leave, all right. I get going. Yeah. Hey, everyone. This is OTR Rob, welcoming you to another episode of Gunsmoke. This episode is from November 28, 1953, and the episode is entitled Kick Me. This episode is emblematic of what exactly the white man in the Old West did to the Indian, basically, and that was to fool him, trick him, 
and make him sign treaties that he didn't know what was on the paper and couldn't read what was on the paper. So enjoy this episode of Gunsmoke, and I'll be back with Have Gun, Will Travel. Now, Post Coasties, the heat good cornflakes, is proud to present Gunsmoke. Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gun smoke. The story of the violence that moved west with young America. The story of a man who moved with it. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Say there, next time you hear a crackling noise in your kitchen, better get up and investigate. Maybe somebody just couldn't wait for his breakfast of crackling crisp post-toasties. And that's a treat you shouldn't miss. Post-toasties, you know, are the heat-good cornflakes. Why, after one taste, I'll bet anything you'll agree with me. Post-Toasties is just the best thing that's happened to corn since the Indians discovered it. There's nothing quite like sweet kernel corn flavor when it's toasted right in. Toasted into crisp, fresh cornflakes. Man, oh man, that's Post-Toasties. Heat good cornflakes. Better try them. And now, Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad. figure it'll take us to drive this herd into Dodge after we cross the Cimarron, Larson. Well, it depends on how hard you want to push him, Bryant. I hired you because I ain't been up here before. How far is it to Dodge? Oh, 50 mile, maybe. Uh, five easy days, then. I don't want to bring them steers in too poor. It's the men that's got poor this trip, not the steers. Uh, there's a lot of juice left in the men. Too much, maybe. Look at him. Oh, it's that old Indian that rode in a while ago. They're just having a little fun with him. They better take it easy. No telling how many warriors he's got waiting somewhere. Hey, Cotton. Tell that Indian to come over here. I want to talk to him. Yeah, he probably just wants a steer out of the herd. Well, I'm tired of giving good beef away. You, boss, my name's Tobiel. Tobiel, huh? What do you want, Tobiel? I guide cattle on trail to Dodge. We don't need any guide, Chief. I know the trail. I have letter from men in Dodge. You read. Letter tell you how good guide Tobiel is. Let's see your letter. Old time guide. 
Many years with Army. Big scout. Well, why ain't you still with the Army, then? Too old now. What can guide cattle on trail to Dodge? Very cheap. <laughs> Why, you old liar. Fobiel never lie. No? Listen to this, Lyson. To whom it may concern, the name of this noble red man is Tobiel. He's a liar, a beggar, and a thief. What he wouldn't steal, a hound pup couldn't pull out of a tan yard. Give him some cold grub or a three-cent drink, if you have any about you, and then run him out of camp. <laughs> Signed, R. Durbin, J.C. Weiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sure wrote him a good letter. No, 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 letter can't say that. They, my friends, they write letter, help me get job. What'd you try to steal off of them? Tobiel never steal. No? Well, I'll take the word of a white man any day. Larson, you heard what the letter says. Have the boys run him off. Wait, let her lie. They fool me. Tobiel, man with much honor among white men in army. This ain't the army. Run him off, I said. Come on, chief. I leave. I leave. Alone. You leave, all right. And get going. Yeah. But these men die for this. If anybody dies, it'll be you. Here he is, boys. Let's send them down the trail. Here comes Miss Kitty. Ah, so it is. Hello, Kitty. Hello, Master. Miss Kitty? You're going to work a little early, aren't you? No, I'm just getting a breath of air. <laughs> sure is going to be a nice evening, ain't it? For you, maybe. Oh, is there anything wrong, Kitty? Just that trail hurt across the river. Dodge will soon be full of drunken cowboys, all looking for trouble. <laughs> we'll handle them, Miss Kitty, don't you worry. Er, at least Mr. Dillon will. Shooting them's easy. I gotta talk to them. Oh, you can always quit, Kitty. Sure. Do what? Teach Sunday school? <laughs> well, you might. You talk like a Texan yourself, man. You know what one of them told me once? He said I reminded him of his mother. He really said it. Well, that sounds nice, Miss Kitty. I thought so, too, Chester. Till he got real drunk and told me his mother was the first woman to be hung south of San Antonio. She was. Who hung her? Probably he did. Oh, now, Miss Kitty, no man would hang his own mama. Why, it just ain't... Marshal? Yeah. We come to warn you. Oh? Warn me about what, mister? My name ain't mister, it's Weiser. Partner's name here is Derby. I can tell him my own name, Weiser. Shut up. No. Marshal, that Indian's going to get himself hurt. What are you talking about? That Indian, across the street there. See him? No. Uh -huh. Now, that's Tobiel. You know him? What's the trouble, Weiser? 
He keeps following us around. Says he's going to kill us. Topeel? That doesn't sound like him. Well, it's true. Tis, you, you asked me. He's been haunting us for four days. Just stands around staring at us and saying we're going to die. I'd have shot him long ago, but I hear that's against the law around here. Where you men from? Wyoming Territory. Where'd you know Tobiel? We've been in Dodge a couple of weeks. We've seen him around here. Now, what's the trouble between you? Well, we... <laughs> we played a little joke on him, is all. Made him mad, I guess. We told him he could get a job guiding trail herds into Dodge. Give him a letter. Yeah. He thought the letter said how good he was, but it really said he was a thief and to run him out of camp. <laughs> I see. And he tried to use your letter, is that it? I guess so. Went away for a couple of days, and since he got back, he keeps saying he's going to kill us. It's getting on my nerves, Marshal. I'll shoot him, sure. You'll shoot anybody, and you'll hang for it, Wiser. Now, wait here. I'll go talk to him. I got to go to work, Matt. Okay, Kitty. I'll see you later. And you two heroes. You're pretty funny. I hope he does kill you. Why, you... Hold it, Wiser. Watch him, Chester. Yes, sir. Hello, Tobiel. Hello, Marshal. Tobiel, those two men over there say that you've threatened to kill them. Is that true? Did I... They told me the story, Tobiel. I'm sorry it happened. But uh, you can't kill men for that. Tobiel, old but still proud. You know what'll happen if you do kill them, don't you? You'll go to jail and probably hang for it. No. Tobiel, never in jail. Man with much honor. Look, uh, Tobiel, I got no use for Wiser and Durbin. Neither one of them could be much good, but the law's the law, and... Tobiel, no kill. Tobiel's medicine kill. Make very strong medicine against them. Well, you work all the medicine you want, but don't you do any killing yourself. And stay away from them, Tobiel. You're making them jumpy. There might be trouble if you don't. Tobiel, not afraid. They carry guns, Tobiel. All you've got's a knife. Remember that. Uh, I remember. All right. Tell him, Marshal? Yeah. You men didn't understand him. He's not threatening to kill you himself. He's making Indian medicine against you, that's all. Well... Well, then why does he keep say, saying we're, we're going to die? And why is he always following us around? He thinks his medicine will kill you. I guess he wants to be there when it does. There's no harm in it. And I'm warning you again, both of you. You leave him alone. You do anything to that old man and I'll throw you in jail. Look, Marshal, that letter that started all this. That was Weiser's idea, not mine. It sure was. Any idea we've ever had's been mine. Oh? I never did need you, Derby. Oh, is that so? Well, who who did your dirty work up to Cheyenne? You did. Yeah. You fool. I sure did, and you still owe me for it. Ah, shut up. So you ain't gonna do nothing about that Indian marshal. I know Tobiel pretty well, and I'll personally guarantee his word. Nobody's gonna do anything about him, including you. Good day, gentlemen.
good morning, Chester. Uh, good morning. Uh, Mr. Dillon, they just carried that fellow Weiser up to docks. What? Well, what happened to him? I don't know. Well, let's go see. Did you see him, Chester? No, sir. I just saw a couple men coming downstairs, and they said I'd better go get you. That's all they said. Oh, hello, Matt. What happened to Weiser, Doc? Well, for one thing, he's been stabbed, Matt. Oh? Bad? Bad enough to kill him. The men who carried him up here said they found him lying in an alley this morning. He's been dead, oh, three, four hours, I'd say. And there's something else, Matt. Take a look here. Why, somebody hit him on top of the head, Doc. No. No, they didn't hit him. He's been scalped, Chester. Indian style. Say, how are morning appetites at your house? Well, if they're pretty drowsy, here's a real good way to wake them up. Set a bowl full of Post Toasties, the heat good cornflakes, at everybody's place. Just watch your folks take notice when they see how crisp Post Toasties are. And wait till they taste that sweet kernel corn flavor toasted in. Bet your whole tribe will agree with you. Post Toasties are the best thing that's happened to corn since the Indians discovered it. And here's a thought if you'd like to make a good thing even better. Try topping Post Toasties with your favorite fruit. You'll find that's a mighty good way to start the day. Fact is, it's a downright delicious way. So next time you shop, be sure to ask for Post Toasties. They're the heat good cornflakes. You'll see. Post Toasties heat good cornflakes. The best thing that's happened to corn since the Indians discovered it. Heat good cornflakes. Post Toasties heat good cornflakes. Now back to Gunsmoke. It was pretty hard for me to accept the idea that Tobiel had murdered and scalped Weiser. But the evidence seemed plain enough. The old Kiowa had been a highly valued army scout for over 30 years. And then had moved into a little hut at the edge of Dodge when he grew too old for active service. He'd lived quietly. Had never given anyone any trouble at all before. But Weiser and Durbin had injured his pride with their so-called joke. And Tobiel had evidently reacted in the only way he knew. Now I had to arrest him. Chester and I walked out to his hut. And just as we reached it, Durbin came running up. We told you, Marshal, didn't we? We told you that engine was going to kill somebody. Did you see it happen, Durbin? No, no, I, I went to bed. Weiser, he... He was doing a little gambling. That dirty redskin, he got him on the way home. It hasn't been proved, either, did it? Of course he did it. Who else would scalp a man? I don't know. Look, here, look at that here, Marshal. Look, right here. There. Hanging right onto his hut like, 
Like he was bragging about it. Well, Mr. Dillon, that's a scalp. Yeah. He's drying it in the sun is what he's doing. The murdering devil. You two stay here. I'll see if he's inside. Yes, sir. Outside, Tobiel. I got you now, Tobiel. Let's string him up, Marshal, right here. Shut up, Devin. Tobiel, did you kill Weiser last night? Weiser? Kill? Stabbed with a knife and scalped. He died. Durbin there, he died too. You see, Marshal, he even admits. I told you to stay out of this, Durbin. That's only straight, Tobiel. Did you kill him? Tobiel, no kill. Tobiel's medicine kill. And what's Weiser's scalp doing there? Scalp? Right there. Yeah. Weiser's scalp, all right. Where's your knife, Tobiel? Here, my knife. Look out, Marshal. He'll use it. No, he won't. Give me your knife, Tobiel. Hmm. That looks clean to me. Wait a minute. Well, of course, he's had plenty of time to get it clean. You think I kill Weiser with knife? Did you? Medicine kill Weiser. Tobiel, no kill. Now, Tobiel, I'm going to have to arrest you. You'll have to go to jail. Jail? No. Tobiel, man with too much honor for jail. I'm sorry, Tobiel, but you'll get a trial. Let's hang him now, Marshal. Indians don't need no trial. I'm the law here, Durbin. Don't you start anything like that. Big disgrace. Tobiel in jail. Yeah, I know, but I... I can't help it. Chester. Get that scalp. We'll need it for evidence. Yes, sir. You ready to go to supper, Matt? Yeah, I'll be right with you, Doc. Uh, Chester, you better stay here and watch Toby, huh? All right, Mr. Dillon. Uh, you can go eat when I get back. <laughs> I'll see you later. Yes, sir. <laughs> And I hear Tobiel's pretty unhappy about being locked up, Matt. Yeah, I had a long talk with him, Doc. I'm afraid he's going to be locked up for a long time. Oh? Why is that, Matt? Well, no judge will hang him on circumstantial evidence. But he'll probably go to prison. He hasn't any kind of an alibi, Doc. None at all. And if I know Tobiel, he'd rather hang than be in prison. Yeah, I'm afraid you're right. What's that? It came from the jail. Come on. What happened, Chester? Somebody shot Tobiel. Right through the bars. Is he dead? He sure looked. Let me take a look at him. All right, Doc. Get out the front, Chester, and come up the alley. Yell if you see anybody. I'll cover the back. Yes, sir. Mr. Dillon? 
coming, Chester. What is it? I saw Durbin. Oh? He ran out of the next alley and went into the Alpha Ganja there. All right, let's go get him. Must have been him that done it. Sure looks like it. I seen Chester standing there when I come out the alley. Should have shot him, too. Never mind the talk. Drop your gun. No. Shooting Tobile was a bad enough mistake, Durbin. You finding out I did it was. See, I figured Tobile must have saw me get wiser, and at the trial, he, he, he'd, he'd have started talking. No. He was home, alone, making medicine against you. He had no alibi at all. Then I, I killed him for nothing? If you hadn't killed him, he'd have probably been convicted. And you'd have gone free. Uh, look, Marshal, you can't prove that I, I killed Weiser. No. <laughs> well, then I ain't going to hang for shooting no engine, not me. Don't try it, Durbin. Why not? You, you hit him both times, Mr. Dillon. Yeah. Want me to take care of it? No. Somebody else can do it. Let you and me go give Tobiel a... Real fine burying, huh? I figure we kind of owe it to him. In just a moment, we'll tell you about next week's adventure on Gunsmoke. Say, Mother, want to see your small fry eat a better breakfast than ever? Well, may I suggest that you dish him up some sugar crinkles to start with? Sugar crinkles, you know, make breakfast more fun than a circus. Sugar crinkles is the sugar rice treat that's just right sweet. It's high time to forget these sugar-coated cereals that seem too sweet to you and those others that don't seem sweet enough to the kids. Just pour out crisp golden sugar crinkles... And see how just right sweet a sugar-coated cereal can be. Just right sweet. Be sure to get several packages of sugar crinkles, because they're great for snacks. Kids love them that way. Kids love them anyway. Try sugar crinkles, and you'll love them too. Remember, new sugar crinkles is the sugar rice treat that's just right sweet. Gunsmoke, under the direction of Norman MacDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. 
Tonight's story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Featured in the cast were Lawrence Dobkin, Ralph Moody, Byron Kane, Frank Gerstle, and Harry Bartell. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. Ken Peters speaking. Join us again next week as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal, fights to bring law and order out of the wild violence of the West in Gunsmoke. Listen next week at this time when Gunsmoke will be brought to you by Sugar Crinkles, the sugar ice treat that's just right sweet. Hey everyone, this is OTR Rob welcoming you to another edition of Have Gun Will Travel. This episode is from November 30th, 1958. And the episode is entitled Road to Wickenburg. In 1862, a gold strike on the Colorado River near present-day Yuma brought American prospectors in search for minerals throughout the central Arizona area. Many of the geographic landmarks now bear the names of those pioneers. A German named Henry Wickenburg was one of the first prospectors to strike it rich. He established the Vulture Gold Mine in which $30 million worth of gold was taken out. Ranchers and farmers soon built hundreds of homes along the fertile plain of the Hacienda River. Together with the miners, they founded the town of Wickenburg in 1863. Wickenburg was also the home of Jack Swilling, who prospected in the Salt River Valley in 1867. Swilling conducted irrigation efforts in what in that area and helped ground the city of Phoenix, Arizona. So Jack Swilling was responsible for founding what was to become Phoenix, Arizona, the largest city in Arizona. So enjoy this episode of Have Gun, No Travel, and I'll be back next week. choice is very simple. I'll kill the first man who speaks. Have Gun, Will Travel. Starring Mr. John Daner as Paladin. San Francisco, 1875. The Carlton Hotel, headquarters of the man called Paladin. Mr. Paladin, Mr. Paladin. Over here, hey boy. Oh, yes, sir. The bank almost closed. Uh, here the money. Oh, $1,000. Good, good. Thank you, hey boy. Now bring the saddlebag along, will you? Wait. You go? I go. You just come back from going. I go again. Oh, I see. I see. A lovely lady with long blonde hair who lives in sweet is just a bit too purposeful for my taste at the moment. Uh, in short, hey boy, she is chasing me. Oh, 
Very, very persuasive lady, Mr. Paladin. And less apt to persuade me to marry her if I'm not around. Give me the bag. Oh, yes. Ah, absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> and it also makes the eye wander. Oh, yes. Especially a lady's eye. Easy, boy, easy. Oh, very pretty lady. Why you not marry her? Well, a woman has to be something besides pretty for me to go that far. Oh, wait. Someday you come across a woman who is something besides pretty. Then, then what? Ah, then what indeed, my friend. Uh, you hold any messages that come for me. Oh, send message by wire. Where you go? Where I can't be reached. Uh, where that? I don't know, but I'll find it. Come on, boy. for you, stranger. I wouldn't drink any of that. I already have. Why? Get along, Sue. Customer's waiting for you at the Ferro No, just a minute. There's a customer right here at the bar. I said get. See you around, mister. Now, look, I... Kind of careless, stranger. What was in that drink? Whiskey, mister. That's all they sell. Look, I... I asked you a question. And I'm giving you an answer. Who are you? That's who I am. Remember me? Mm-hmm. Oh. Girl in the saloon. Right. You're in my place. Remember what happened? In a way. Slipped enough drugs in your drink to kill a horse. Here, can you sit up? Uh, oh, I felt better. Pretty stupid, mister. Flashing a thick roll of bills. Oh, I'm gone. Sure. <laughs> no Barbary Coast trick. How come you fell for it? No excuse. I was careless. Man's always got an excuse for everything. Every one of you is handsome and clever. Been everywhere, broke a hundred hearts. You've all got the same high opinion of yourselves. Well, that's the... Ooh, Ooh, my ribs. He tried to finish you off with his boots. Who did? 
Saul Goodfellow. Saul Good. I'll remember. Here, you need this. <laughs> My derringer. Saul missed something else when he searched her. His card, his gun, will travel. I like the sound of that. Will you kill him? He took a thousand dollars from me, took my gun, my holster, and I suppose my horse went along too. You suppose right. Will you kill him? <laughs> Would you care? I felt Saul's boot too. You know, I have a lot to thank you for. You can thank me by letting me go with you. It's the only way I can leave this town. What's your name? Sue Tyler. Sue, you can pack whatever you want. I'll take you as far as Wickenburg. But I'm going to see Mr. Goodfellow before I leave. same way. You saying somebody stole your money? What's his name? Saul Goodfellow. I just can't go along with that. Just tell me where I can find him. That won't be hard to do. You just called my brother a thief. I'm Jack Goodfellow. Next thing you'll be saying is that cousin Jim there doctored your drink. Howdy. Or that maybe our Uncle Ed over there has your horse and your saddlebag. Howdy, mister. Seems to be your town. Sort of a family affair, but... Saul! Saul, come here! What? Fella here's making a complaint against you. That's the truth. I'll trouble you for my gun and my money. What are you talking about? That gun in your holster. Money in your pocket. Saul, ask him why don't he just take him. That's the gun you say I took, mister? That's the gun. I'll tell you what. I'm going to take five bullets out of this here gun, see? Then I'm going to throw them away, like this. Now, I got one shell left in here. And I'm going to kill you with this one bullet if you try to take his gun. So, come on, take it. If you can, mister. Hand it over. <laughs> You'll be dead before you can draw the hammer back. That's so. Hey, hey, hey. 
Where'd you get that danger? Come on, you stay back and hold two shots. Now who wants the second one? All right. I'll take my gun. My money. There's only two hundred. I see each took a share. Drop your gun belt. Don't do it. He killed Sal, but we got four guns, and he's only got one bullet left in that derringer. One's better than none. We got him. When I say three, draw. One. If you say two, I'll kill you. Keep count. I'll kill the next man who speaks. Yeah, it's true. She's going to run us down. Get her! Spend the night here. Can I see that Derringer a minute? Here. I'm going to take a bath in the river. Got three years of bluebell to wash out of my skin. And if you so much as look that way, I'll kill you. <laughs> you pull that trigger and you'll show four rifles our hiding place. Come on, give it to me. Come on. Thanks. Um, you have your bath. And, All right. Uh, I'll try to find some supper. Mm, rabbit smells good. Mm. Ain't you afraid of showing smoke? No. Dry mesquite doesn't smoke. Oh. Uh, yeah. I... Help you cook supper. I washed my clothes. They're drying. I I got to stay in this blanket. Sit down. Any side of them when you was out catching the dinner? No. How come we spend the night here? Seems darkness might be the best time to run for Wickenburg. You know, the moon rises in an hour. It'll be almost as bright as day. So? I want them to tire their horses searching for us tonight. The hours will be fresh in the morning. We may be able to outrun them, but we sure can't outfight them with one bullet. Ain't got no other reason in mind for us staying here? No. Where do you go after Wickenburg? Back to San Francisco. Paladin. Hmm. Do you have a wife or anything? Take me with you. I'm pretty. Dressed up right, no man would be ashamed of me. I'm, I'm healthy and I'm strong. I'm no lily-handed lady that expects more than she's willing to give. I'm not asking for the center cut of your life. Go as you please and do as you please. Just say something nice to me now and then. That's all I ask. Just 
think about it until we get to Wicked Bear. You're... You're something besides pretty. What does that mean? disinfectant comes in a new pine scent. It disinfects, deodorizes, as nothing else does, kills disease germs on contact. In laboratory tests, Lysol's anti-germ action kept working for seven full days. A bottle costs as little as 29 cents, and it's so easy to use. Just add new pine-scented Lysol to your suds when you clean in bathroom, kitchen, nursery, sick room. Use pine-scented Lysol because Lysol deep cleans. Make your home pine sweet and Lysol clean. You can still get regular Lysol, too. How much longer? Another two hours. We ought to be in Wickenburg. What's the matter? Somebody up ahead there. Hey, you there! Paladin, use the whip. There's no need. He isn't armed. Ooh. 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 Hey, how about a ride to Wickenburg? What's the matter? Well, I've been rustled, or whatever you call it. Just because one of their horses had thrown a shoe, they took mine right out of the traces. Four men? Yes. How'd you know? Who are you? Peter Keystone, hide and tell a buyer from New York. For who? For my father. He owns the plant. I need a gun. Is there one in your rig there? Well, that's one on your hip, isn't it? It's empty. Have you got one or ammunition? What's going on? Those four asked me the same question. Those men you saw, the one who took your horse, they're after us. They'll kill me. Kill you? A pretty girl like you? Why? Have you got a gun? There's a repeating rifle under the seat and some shells to go with it. Just a minute now. I didn't say... I know you didn't. see them. They don't know we have a gun. What's going on? Just stay down. And stay right here, both of you. But I... You stay with me, Mr. Keystone. Yeah. Stay with her. I'm going to work my way up towards them. Oh, no, 
Come out with your hands up. Sure. Sure, but don't shoot me. Don't shoot now. That's far enough. Now, get the rest of my money and throw it on the ground. Stand back. What are you going to do to me? You go get my wagon and drive it up here and load those wounded men on it. Your wagon's gone. My... What? Her and that other fellow took off in it. All right, Mr. Goodfellow, hitch one of your horses onto his rig. It's better than nothing. I want to get to Wickenburg. I never saw anyone just like you. I think... Oh. Hello. Mr. Keystone? Hello. Good afternoon. Mr., I, I didn't want to jump in that rig and run, but I was thinking of Sue here. Yeah. A gentleman always considers a lady first. The question is, what does a lady consider first? It was your fight, not his or mine. But I'm sure glad you came out all right. Well... What are you looking at me for? I ain't done nothing wrong. No, of course not. But this is Wickenburg. I promised you an answer to something here. You've got some kind of lies to spread. Go ahead. Men are always lying. Sue. Not you, but most of them. All I have for you, Miss Tyler, is an expression of gratitude. For the third and last time in our casual relationship, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Keystone. Oh, wait a minute. Don't go, Mr. Paladin. Let him go. He pretends to be such a gentleman. He's just a, a gunfighter, like I told you. I hardly know him. I, I saw through him right from the first. That's odd. Thus now I have a feeling he's looking right through you. Well, look. Don't let him change our plans. You promised to take me to New York with you. Where are you going? Maybe we better talk some more about New York. Later. Well, what now, Paladin? You're very pretty, Miss Tyler. Goodbye. Mr. Paladin, welcome back to San Francisco. Thank you, hey boy. I think maybe you've gone a long time. You're not gone so long at all. No. Uh, tell me, did I get any messages? Oh, yes. So all kinds of messages. But any particular messages from a particular lady? Oh, you mean pretty lady with blonde hair who wants to marry you fast? Yes. <laughs> you want? No, of course I want. Where is it? Oh, no sensible. You run away from her. You run back to her. You run away again if I give you a message. Not a chance. Now, give me the message. Never mind. I'll give it to him myself. There. Satisfied? I don't know. Answer two questions first. Why did you go away? Because of you. Why did you come back? Because of you. You're a liar. Because of you. Um, dinner? 
I'll be ready at seven. Call for me then. Aye, very, very pretty. Yes, very pretty. And that's enough for now. Sam Rolfe is produced and directed by Norman McDonald and stars John Daner as Paladin with Ben Wright as Hayboy. Tonight's story was written by Gene Roddenberry and adapted for radio by John Dawson. Featured in the cast were Lynn Allen, Jack Edwards, Vic Perrin, Harry Bartell, Frank Gerstle, and Eve McVeigh. Hugh Douglas speaking. again next week for Have Gun, Will Travel.